everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today. We have a bonus episode today. We are talking about the show Sweet Magnolias and I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Anne is here. Hi everybody. Yes and we have a special guest that's going to be helping us out with this coverage. Uh, Austin Burke is here and Austin why don't you introduce yourself to the Hallmarkies and uh, what you do on your channel and all that fun stuff. Well Rachel was over on my channel recently. We talked uh, Sweet Magnolias. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, Austin Burke. I talk movies and streaming and normally focus on Netflix. This, this is my first first time tackling a show like this, but I'm really excited and yeah. I've been following you guys for a long time. Yes, we're so excited nice. to have you on. And, and hopefully this Christmas, uh, if we get any Christmas movies, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm um, worried. We, we will be able to have you on. Uh, well, and hopefully even more before that. But uh, but we're so excited to have you here and uh, to be talking about Sweet Magnolias. And we, we wanted to cover this because it is based on books written by the same author who wrote Just Big Shores. And so, uh, you know, that is definitely something that we thought a lot of the Hallmarkies fandom would be uh, interested in. And uh, so, Anne, uh, were you pretty excited going into this? Uh, I was really excited uh, when I first heard about it. And then when I saw the casting, I was even more excited yes. um, because, um, like you guys know, Rachel and I uh, both love Brooke Elliott because we both watched Drop Dead Divas. So I love her yes. and I love Joanna. And Heather's new to me, but I love her now. So, yeah, yeah I was excited. Yeah, that was my biggest excitement coming into the show because I love all three of these leading ladies so much. I, I absolutely love Brooke Elliott. I love Drop Dead Diva. This is one of my favorite shows. I love Great Reba. Show. I love Joanna Garcia. I love Heather Headley. She's an amazing singer. So if they ever do a musical episode, I can't wait. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but Austin, you felt a little bit, uh, this is a little out of your comfort zone, you'd say. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't know much going in. I knew a bit about Heather Headley, uh, Joanna Garcia. I've seen her around. You mentioned Reba. I'm like, oh, that's where she's from. But really everyone within this cast, I, I didn't have good insight uh, on going into this show. Some of the performances were surprising. A couple of them I didn't love, and we'll get into it. But uh, yeah. yeah, I went in a little bit blind. So it's kind of fun doing that, though. You know, you're always so aware of who's in this and who's in that. But for me, I'm like, oh, it's a bunch of new people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go over each of the first five episodes. We're going to talk a little bit about it. And uh, and then but if you want a spoiler-free overall review of the season, then check out our my review with Austin on his channel. And I'll put a link in the description. People can take a look at that. So this will be spoiler-filled. And <laughs> so... Uh, and... Uh, we'd love to hear your comments in the uh, the comment section or on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you think uh, of the show and uh, how you feel about it overall. Uh, how how do you think Anne it compares with Chesapeake Shores? Ooh, I knew this question was coming. Okay, <laughs> um, most people know we aren't the biggest fans of Chesapeake Shores. Um, I think it's 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 similar in it's like you know family friendly you know, small town show. 
That's yes. the part that's similar. Uh, I think the parts that are different is this show, Netflix does a great job with diversity. This show definitely has more diversity. Uh, it's definitely more Southern show. Chesapeake Shores, you know, is in a town, New England. Uh, so this one has a more Southern feel, which personally I love because I'm from Georgia originally. Um, so that really speaks to me. Um, and so those are kind of the elements that make it mm -hmm. different. And it focuses on three women instead of like that one whole family. But, you know, there are definitely similarities. Uh, I think... So far, I definitely like this one better, um, but I've seen more episodes, more, you know, yeah. episodes of Chesapeake Shores. The first season of Chesapeake Shores wasn't, you know, so bad, so right. you, never, you never know, so, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this one more, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Chesapeake Shores, it is actually technically in, in Maryland, okay. so it's more mid-Atlantic, but like, which would make me crazy, because they act like going to Pennsylvania is a million miles away. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you can't move to Pennsylvania. We'll never see you. And I'm like, it's like two hours away. What's wrong with you? But anyway, um, but, uh, but yeah, the, uh, um, Chesapeake Shores is just about one family, which makes it a little bit, a little bit different. Uh, and also, uh, it just, uh, doesn't handle conflict nearly as well as this show. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's my biggest problem with Chesapeake Shores is how they, they, uh, they sort of tantalize you about, oh, we're going to have this great conflict. And then they're like, no, we're not. It's not yeah. frustrating. Uh -huh. So this is much better. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we'll see it where it goes. Because you're right. The first season of Chesapeake Rose was better. Yeah. Than, uh, than, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, if you want to see me turn into a crazy person, I'll put the links <laughs> down to our Chesapeake Short coverage. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, anyway, so let's start started talking about episode one. So basically in this uh, episode, we have uh, the, the starts out with Dana Sue. She uh, fires her uh, chef uh, at the uh, restaurant for drinking and her car gets keyed. Uh, so uh, Austin, what did you think about Dana Sue in this first episode? I told you, I've been watching uh, Kitchen Nightmares a lot recently. Don't know why. My wife and I have been all over that show. So seeing this aspect of Sweet Magnolias, I'm like, oh, I can get into this. Dana Sue, she's a character that has a lot going on, right? Yeah. A, a lot of, uh, and throughout the show, we see that all people, for the most part, they're trying to do is help her, uh, but a lot on her shoulders. So you're stressed out seeing how much she has to handle and then how she goes about handling it. Uh, you're just wanting things to go good. And when you get that moment between uh, her and what's his name that she ends up firing, you're just like, oh my goodness, this is really starting out with a bang. And you're curious as to who's going to come in and take his place. So, and I told you in our spoiler free review, this was one of my most intriguing plot points of the show was what goes down in Dana Sue's kitchen. So I really enjoyed the beginning of her storyline. Mm-hmm. What about you, Anne? Uh, yeah, I was kind of like, okay, wow, this is going right uh, for the bit here with this part of the storyline anyway. Um, and so I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I don't know, it just kind of started in a way I didn't expect. Um, and I was like, well, she's already you know, in for a hard ride, it seems, from the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, but, um, but, but I bet it was interesting. I was definitely like, hmm, what's going on? And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you had said, Austin, in our piece that you felt like Dana Sue was kind of unlikable. Um, it, did, did it feel, did that come later or did you feel like, I don't know, she was just, she was tough from the beginning? 
Yeah, I, I mean, definitely in this first episode, you, you get a peek into it. But as we go, especially when we get the new chef and we'll get to that, you know, it's a lot of, you know, we're just trying to help you, this and that. She shuts out her daughter after mm-hmm. the fall happens. And I'm just like, okay, you have a lot of people really trying to push you in the right direction and you're shutting them out. And I understand from because lot on her shoulders right with what she's doing Mm -hmm. but uh that didn't for me come until like maybe episodes three four in the season yeah yeah well so you have eric uh, that uh that is uh um her sous chef and pastry chef i think yeah Mm -hmm. and he's the best (laughs) so good (laughs) And, uh, and uh he uh he's very uh you know good at his job and uh mm-hmm. very attentive and i i don't know did you feel and that they were kind of setting up that there was a that was a possible love interest between eric and dana sue oh between them yeah. uh i didn't think so not, not between them i thought it was going to be between um helen and him yeah, yeah i felt a little uh, bit of that but then when they went on full-on ryan with Helen yeah. mm-hmm. and then he kept doing all these cute little like making all these cute recipes and stuff so I was like is he interested in Dana Sue <laughs> um but uh but then they have I can see later, how you would think that later on they have her uh we'll, we'll talk about next week but what well, they she gets interested in this farmer person so I'm like maybe I just read that wrong <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you thinking with Eric Austin well, I, I thought for sure. I mean, eventually we get to Eric and Helen's kind of relationship and I'm rooting for that. And then it just kind of cuts off and I was a little, little bit bummed out. I saw really just a, a really good friendship mm. between Dana Sue uh, and Eric. Just a, a great chemistry there that I never saw turning into a relationship, but I really, it's it's probably one of my favorite relationships from the show. And a lot yeah. of it has to do with just the fact that he is so likable he's such a good guy and every time he was on screen i'm like oh just i root for him yeah yeah i i did too i really liked i liked that actor i don't know who the actor is for eric uh, but i liked him and uh i could have seen i guess him with either so it'll be interesting to see maybe season two what they do Mm -hmm. uh with with eric (laughs) but uh but yeah i i think that what's interesting about dana sue is you have such a likable actress in Brooke Elliott, at least in my mm-hmm. opinion, and uh, and she's uh, she is forced to be this kind of this leader to so many people, and I think that that maybe is part of the reason why you start getting some of that maybe a little bit more unlikable traits because it's really hard for women when they're put in those kind of leadership roles sometimes uh, because people want them to be the ooey gooey mother people want them to be you know this kind of and and like the very same attributes that are sort of admirable in a man come off as you know yeah. unlikable in a woman which is really hard and so i think that's yeah. maybe what's going on with her character and so it's really interesting to see uh you know because she's a single mom she's like you said austin there's a lot going on with her and uh uh so yeah i'm really curious to see kind of what they continue to do with that character because it's it's an interesting it's an interesting character i do like how she takes control though Mm -hmm. uh it's just constant like 
you know who the boss is in this situation. Mm -hmm. It always feels like she's on top of things. And I like how they're not the, the trio, the main trio, they're not afraid to call each other out and go at each yeah. other. And I feel like she was always the one doing that. And I'm like, yes, that's what you need to do. They're, they're <laughs> keeping each other in check. And that's what yeah. I think made the show run was that, that relationship. I feel like, uh, I, I, well, I can't remember what episode it was in when she was talking about her breakup uh, with Annie's dad. And, and uh, they're, like, they're like, that's how you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> like i did great it was it was easy <laughs> they're like uh that made me laugh <laughs> and i i i think what's great about these kinds of shows is they're they're very sort of escapist and warm and comforting and uh did you think uh and that they got that tone kind of right Oh, I think so. Definitely. Yeah. And that's what I expected when I went into it. I'm like, okay, this is going to be like more feel good and I can in enjoy it. I kind of know what's, I kind of can know what's going to happen sort of, and I'm not going to, I'm going to be able to relax and watch it. I'm not going to be like on the edge of my seat and yeah. you know, like whatever, like with some Netflix shows. Um, and so, but I was, I was looking forward to that. You know, I, I love a nice feel good show. Yeah, and I think it was even heightened by the fact that this is, you know, like we're all in quarantine and whatever. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, the idea of just having like uh, <laughs> gathering with your with your two besties and hanging out every, you know, like that's so it feels even more escapist than it would normally feel. I agree. Yeah, for sure. That, uh, and how do you think, Anne? This show compares to Virgin River. Mm, yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, I think it's similar. Like we got this small town, small everybody town. knows your business going on, uh, which Virgin River is very similar to Heart of Dixie. Heart of Dixie is just in yeah. a Southern town and this is in a California town. Um, but it's similar. But like you said on the review with Austin, I think Virgin River goes into a darker place at some points. Yeah. Um, but it definitely focuses on small town and romance and community, uh, which this show certainly does. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think it's definitely similar in some aspects. I mean, for Netflix, I would say those two are definitely like in a similar, yeah. Been, since genre. they don't have a big group of these shows, they're in like the same genre for them. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's talk about, uh, about, um, uh, well, we also have with uh, Dana Sue in this episode, she finds out that that her daughter Annie has this rogue Instagram account <laughs> and that's uh, like the bad dark side of the town. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I felt weird. like this, this was kind of dropped. I feel like we never really heard about it again. Like the, the yeah. account. Did she, yeah. That's true. Yeah. They didn't really, yeah. at least I haven't seen it again. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> what do you, what did you think about Annie Austin? Uh, if in this, uh, just starting out what do you think about annie well you didn't uh, you mentioned it in our review together it you didn't expect this show to kind of hit on the teens yeah. as much as we did the adults but man they really went for it. i mean ty had his storyline annie mm -hmm. had her storyline yeah. and the instagram account i mean that really is something that's dropped i think it was just there to cause a bit of conflict in the beginning then oh we're going to move away from that but it's it's really the relationship between those core kids that carries on and at times, I mean, there were episodes where it's at the forefront. I mean, that's what yeah. they're focusing on more than anything in his baseball games and whatnot. But uh, I liked her introduction and I liked uh, everything we got between her and her mom. I thought all of those conversations were really good, keeping each other in check. And uh, I ended up really liking her character, but it was, it was a solid introduction, just some plot points that I wish we would have hit on a little 
bit later. Yeah, Anne, were, did that surprise you? How involved the teenage characters were? Uh, yes, I actually forgot to mention that when we were talking about Chesapeake Shores is Chesapeake Shores, the children are small and little and they don't really have any storyline yeah. most of the time. And I was surprised by that when I watched this, but I was like, unlike Rachel, I like teen dramas and teen stuff storylines. So I was like, oh yes, teen storylines. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. No. no, it brought even more to it because I wasn't expecting it. And they're actually like, you know, pretty, I guess they're what, all in high school, I think. So, um, yeah. So like real teams going on. Yeah. I, I, I thought that. I thought it definitely brought something that Chesapeake Shores doesn't have at all um, because of the age of the children. Um, yeah. What I don't like is, <laughs> Austin, you may not, you may be confused by that comment. <laughs> what I don't like is like sullen teenagers who want to make everybody's life horrible like mm. things like edge of 17 i get it's yeah. a good movie it's not for me okay <laughs> i can't it's too i don't know <laughs> i don't like it <laughs> um but uh but anyway those kinds of shows i just struggle uh but uh but when it's all mixed together it's fine mm -hmm. um yeah. with normal functioning humans that aren't <laughs> miserable to be around um but uh but yes so then we have uh we find out that kyle maddie's son likes annie kind of basically and that he wants That's to what i got yeah. theater and he's also the nicest to noreen who is the uh the his new stepmom and uh and uh well almost what i don't step fiance <laughs> i don't know what you call it but whatever nobody uh -huh. knows <laughs> and yeah we didn't uh, the maddie she's dealing with the breakup of her marriage uh and you see her with the lawyer and uh so that's joanna garcia uh and helen is her attorney and uh so she has three children and uh what did you think austin of uh maddie uh in this beginning episode uh and her sort of dealing with her kids and this breakup and everything she's going through it I mean, yeah, it's a tough it's a tough thing she's going through really all throughout the show with the scrutiny she's facing from the town and they see her when we get into it with, with what happens in the second relationship i don't know how far along that is uh but her introduction and i said this in our other review she's just glowing every time she's on screen she's so likable and wonderful and i'm just like even through all of the hardship that she's going through i managed to she was actually the character i gravitated towards the most at the beginning because it's like she has so much to balance and uh, the relationship with her sons is going to be a tough one because you have the dad situation i mean when you're going up against jamie lynn spears it's tough she's pretty popular so <laughs> that's, that's a that's a relationship i was looking forward to seeing how the the mother father thing was going to play out mm -hmm. yeah and i think uh they uh they did a good job with her uh and uh her kids i think they feel like those would might be her kids and uh and um that that part of it worked uh we will talk a little bit more when we cover some of these other episodes that the bill yeah. <laughs> the the ex yeah was a struggle a little bit of a struggle at least for me uh and yeah i mean that's it, these kinds of divorces are are really uh, just 
tough. I mean, it's just a lose-lose situation. And uh, so, you know, that's hard to watch, but, but, you know, you want conflict for your characters. You want them to be growing and, and changing. And um, so we find out at the end that Helen has purchased uh, Sweet Magnolia's, uh, this uh, old house, uh, and they're going to turn it into a spa. And they're trying to convince Maddie to go in with them and run it together and uh, so that's kind of exciting and uh yeah what did you think uh Anne of uh of Helen and Heather uh, Feedley oh I thought she did a great job um yeah. I loved like what she brought to it just her character and how she was confident and she had these stylish clothes and who doesn't want a friend who's an attorney? I mean, I wish I had a friend who was an attorney. <laughs> the thing to have in your back pocket. Um, I just thought she played the character so well. And uh, she just really brought something really great to it. And she's kind of navigating, you know, a single life in the beginning. And, um, you know, a, a want for, you know, possible children and things like that. And so she yeah. had a different view than the other the other women. Um, so, yeah, I thought she did a great job in, in what she brought uh, for sure. Yeah. I think so. I thought she was great. She did such a good job in this role. And uh, so, and I thought all three uh, women had great chemistry. And I think that was the key yeah. to mm-hmm. making the show work is you oh, really yeah. felt like they were all friends. Uh, would you agree, Austin? Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, it's yeah. an element that, you know, if it doesn't work, the show doesn't work, right? It sure yeah. some of the story is predictable and you can see where the characters are going, but you're here for Sweet Magnolias. Now, one thing I will say is, there wasn't as much conflict within that, right? Mm-hmm. We, we kind of yeah. get them together at the beginning. This is how they meet up, obviously, how they have these conversations because they're working on this project, but it just kind of comes together seamlessly and yeah. not a lot of conflict there. So that's something I'm hoping continues uh, when we get into other seasons and who knows, maybe in the yeah. final five episodes. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, and so then we had uh, the next episode was called uh, United Front. And uh, this episode, uh, we start out with uh, Helen is basically finding guardians for these two little girls uh, that are the parents have died in an accident. And so she's interviewing the uh, their two main candidates and trying to figure out which one uh to uh and and really there's not a whole lot of sort of little side plots in this show like most stuff kind of most stuff is continuing onward uh but this is one case of just sort of this little one just for this episode with her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that was good i liked that yeah that was sweet yeah and uh and then we have ty he's struggling to stay focused uh on with his baseball he's really angry at his dad uh noreen uh and and his dad are trying to be supportive and uh but it's it's distracting because he's so upset and uh and what did you think austin about ty and his baseball I, I get it. Okay. When it comes to the actual baseball, and I mentioned this earlier, there were a couple of things about it. I'm just like, eh, maybe that's not the most realistic thing I've ever seen. And there's this one bully character that keeps coming after Ty and causing oh, God, issues. Yes. You know, uh, he, he does some things in the latter half of the season, just like, eh. and he was so 
overboard, like overly dramatic. I didn't really buy that, but I get his struggle because it's hard to focus on something you're putting your all into, especially when your coach has a relationship with your mother. Yes. I, I can see that struggle. So I, at the end of the day, I enjoyed that storyline, but there were a couple things in there that I was nitpicking along yeah. the way. So, <laughs> and we, we haven't talked about uh, Coach Cal and uh, oh, yeah. and Maddie yet. <laughs> uh, what did you think about Justin Bruning? Uh, he's a Hall star. Yes, he is a Hall star. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Oh, yeah, I've seen his movie. One of his movies, at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, Justin Bruning is, of course, he's a beautiful human being. I oh mean, my I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't care about gushing. He's pretty, okay? Yeah. The man oh. is beautiful. So you can't really complain about looking at him. Um, but I thought that the way, you know, what he brought to the show was good. I thought him and Joanna have good chemistry. Yeah. And um, I thought his character did what they wanted it to do. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, in this episode, he's trying to kind of balance... Uh, trying to balance Maddie and Bill and uh, first you know he's he doesn't invite uh, Bill to the meeting parent meeting because Ty doesn't want him to mm -hmm. uh, and so it's just Maddie um, and uh, so there's already that kind of chemistry between them and uh, yeah I mean Ty I felt like his I felt like his actions were reasonable and, uh, uh, and so, I mean, I, I think uh, as, as opposed to some, some teenage angst where it's just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, calm down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where like, if your parents were going through this, like I could, it's legitimate. It's how he's, yeah, yeah. It's reasonable, it. which I appreciated. Uh, we also have over at uh, Dana Sue's restaurant, we have this, uh, I guess you call him a sous chef, I guess, like the, the younger chef. Hmm. Yeah. He's a weird character to me. Did you feel that? Yeah. <laughs> like what? He was snooping around. He's like, but I, even as we're going forward, I thought he was a strange character. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen, you know, a certain amount of episodes and I'm just like, yeah, he just, it kind of seems like what's his purpose. Like he's yeah. just kind of like, what's the purpose of him being in the show? Like I just, yeah, they guess they're yet to reveal certain things, but yeah. Um, but yeah, he definitely seemed strange. And I was like, where's his place? And yeah. yeah. And he's like snooping around in this episode. Mm -hmm. He's acting weird. <laughs> like what's wrong? <laughs> well, it's the character I haven't even thought about and that just tells me that what's his role because he's literally just there and he interjects in conversations and he's like well actually and I'm just like dude what why are you here can we yeah. give everyone else time to shine because I like Eric a lot more so yeah I, yes. I haven't even thought about that guy it's a good point yes um and we also get introduced to Cece in this episode she's a young lady at the high school and she likes Ty and uh, Kyle tells Cece that <laughs> Ty likes yeah. High School Musical. And so she dresses up like Sharpay, uh, which was interesting because uh, it, I don't know. It's not like I, I, she's a character that's not connected to any of the three ladies. So uh, I was kind of surprised to see her get such an arc, I guess, uh, mm -hmm. as one of the teenagers. But um, uh, but yeah, I I I can't even remember why why Kyle does that. 
just to pick on his brother he's mad um i think so i think just yeah. to kind of mess with him and kind of just pick at him yeah uh <laughs> she so she dresses up like sharpay uh and tells uh ty that at the um post game pizza place and uh so you feel bad for her because everybody's teasing her and everything but ty he's a good guy he's nice i liked that he was like stop bugging her (laughs) yeah exactly he didn't just like totally just make her like a whole scene and make her so embarrassed yeah it would have been easy to make him kind of the the unlikable jock oh for sure yeah but i thought he was pretty nice about it so that was yeah, good. That, that was good. I was not expecting that. And I was glad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thinking about it, that that's possibly an arc I could have done without. Not that the show was extremely long. I mean, yeah. uh, it's probably about eight and a half hours total. But there were a couple of story arcs where I said, if we would just, maybe we could trim this down to eight episodes, maybe not six. But that was one, didn't yeah. feel disjointed, but maybe a bit unnecessary, if that makes sense for me. I wonder if that what they were trying to do is make Cece kind of like Helen's child character because she ends up going to be coming involved with her in the legal yeah. mock yeah, trial or whatever. Maybe. And so, since she was the only one that doesn't have a child, uh, maybe, maybe maybe that's what they that's were thinking. Point. But but yeah, I can Mentor. I, I can see that that she's she does kind of stick out because it's she's just sort of this random person that we're following uh, that. Uh, um, that doesn't have any connection with our three leading ladies so it's yeah. interesting so three is called give drink to the thirsty is what it's called <laughs> and uh so this episode we have some major flirting going on between maddie and cal and uh <laughs> she she calls him up because her plumbing isn't working and uh, the only person she could find of course and- <laughs> <laughs> very hallmark ass here yes. the only person that couldn't come is the you know, <laughs> hunky guy <laughs> the only thing she knew to do to be a hallmark is to get in like a minor fender bender with him oh that, uh, yeah that's, that's, true. that's I, true i have yet to find love through a vehicle accident but <laughs> according to according to hallmark it happens all the time very and- true yeah <laughs> and uh, and so, yes, so she, she calls him over and I think that, uh, that I, I like about Cal is that he is so like confident about what he wants and his life. Like that's so sexy, such an attractive quality. <laughs> He's just like, is, yeah. this is what I want out of the relationship. If you're ready let's let's go for it i think mm-hmm. that that's really great <laughs> in addition to being gorgeous <laughs> he takes his shirt off and it's uh it's very uh very exciting <laughs> <laughs> women driving down the street like oh my gosh <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh and so um we also get introduced to Pastor June in this episode. Uh, and Helen um, was talking to Pastor June, and I know you you liked particularly like Pastor June, uh, Anne. Mm-hmm. We were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Nice. 
I nice, thought they had a good, yeah, good, she brought character. some, yeah, nice stuff side, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Helen is basically just renovating this episode. She's not doing a whole lot uh, in this episode. And uh, so then Dana Sue is struggling. Uh, she gets a wrong, an unlawful termination lawsuit from Brad mm. from the chef that she fires. So that is kind of her um i kind of her arc in this episode and so let's talk about noreen uh this she was kind of the one of the bigger roles in this episode uh so noreen she really wants to support ty and she's wearing team ty shirt she's cheering loud in the stands and it's causing conflict uh and basically they ask her to not come to the games anymore uh what did you think of jamie lynn in this role uh, austin and what did you think about this whole arc with noreen well noreen is she's doing everything she can she's kind of stuck in a bad situation uh and she is trying her best to build that relationship with the kids my issue with that relationship it, it's not even on jamie lynn it's just i didn't love their chemistry together yeah. And we talked about this a little bit. It could be the age gap between the two, and it could be the fact that I just, I, uh, I didn't think he was very good. <laughs> I didn't yeah. think Chris Klein was all that good in the role, and that could have brought her down with him. Uh, but as a character, she is, even though unlikable situation, she's kind of likable because she's really, really trying. So I respected that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because... Uh, I mean, I guess in Reba, Joanna Garcia wasn't uh, wasn't playing anyone that had an affair or anything, but she has like a she she has a young pregnancy, uh, unplanned in the Reba, and now here's this she's uh, she's this uh, this uh, she is dealing with this character uh, with Jamie Lynn in this show. Um, I, I I do think that the age difference between her and Chris Klein did hurt that <laughs> it just felt so awkward to me yeah it, I mean, it did to me and I, okay my question is how old are we supposed to think noreen is what in the show yeah. what is she supposed to be i don't even know <laughs> i don't know either i really I don't because like, they kept they were saying how you know she was closer to the kid's age obviously than she is his age but i'm like okay well how old is she and i, I don't know yeah I she's supposed to be she I guess was his nurse mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. yeah at the, practice yeah, and yeah. so you figure if she was a nurse she has to be like at least twenty three right yeah twenty three twenty four yeah I mean I definitely got that feel uh, in real life she was let's see she was born in ninety one so and she's the same age as me okay yeah. so she's like twenty nine in real life yeah that's okay. right and uh so but i'm guessing yeah somewhere between around 25 is what i i got the feeling of yeah that's what i was guessing i just i wasn't sure okay yeah and so i think that i uh, yeah that her character is you feel bad for her because uh she obviously doesn't have really any friends uh she doesn't seem to know anybody else in town aside from bill and uh she you know is pregnant and that's 
you know, hard and uh and it seems like kyle is kind of her only friend yeah, yeah which is pretty <laughs> sad yeah. oh, kyle. oh kyle's so sweet i know and and but you gotta i think what makes her likable is she's the only one that's uh that is actually i think really paying attention to kyle and mm-hmm. like reading the place in and talking to him about it and mm-hmm. and uh and so you know she's she's really uh cute and and you know she wants to support ty and she's cheering and everything and and that's such a nice gesture uh that um it's a uh, you know it's interesting but i can see ty's point as well how that's that is distracting and he's still trying to deal with everything and so i can understand that oh definitely i mean when she was cheering i was like i wanted to look away from the screen i felt so awkward i was like please stop this is like nails on a chalkboard like i feel so like i just feel so bad like awkward and i can tell it'd be very distracting like this woman who you pretend you don't want to pretend no exists and she's like yelling at you when you're trying to concentrate at your game and wearing a shirt that says team tie yeah over the top (laughs) did did either of you have divorced parents or deal with anything like this uh, I didn't. Personally. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Uh, my uncle was in a sim- situation like this, and mm-hmm. I will say that my brother and I were very not nice to that woman when she oh. came to our graduation. <laughs> she was pregnant, and my mom said, "Oh, will you guys let her like sleep in your room?" And we were both like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. we were just, so I can, I, I felt that much <laughs> angst as yeah. an uncle, like it was removed from me. I can only imagine as a teenager, um, you know, what this feels like to have your personal attack on your own family. Like that would just be yeah. very difficult. Um, just very hard. Yeah. And it seemed like this was all pretty fresh. And so you wonder how, uh, it was probably a lot of it was probably kept from the kids and sort of pounced on them once it all kind of came out and Mm -hmm. so who knows how long that they've been uh even known about this you know and all of a sudden you've got not only your parents splitting up but you've got a a new the the woman's pregnant and you've got a new brother coming and all that's a lot that's a lot to deal with (laughs) Uh, so all right so then the uh uh, the episode four is called lay it all down and uh this is where we get dana sue she passes out uh because of a blood sugar problem and uh austin what do you think about that so i liked what it did for that story um i i mentioned this to you as well so when she passes out there's a moment when the characters start rushing and I rewinded it a little bit and, and they rush a, like kind of before she falls. So mm. I think the director needed to step in and say, um, give it a little time. Don't run before you're supposed to run. It, it yeah. felt off. That I scene see. felt execution wise off. But the actual scene and, you know, her taking a bit to come to terms with that, but eventually she does, I thought was uh, played out very well. But you're, you're worried for her because oh my gosh, she just passed out in the middle of the kitchen. So you're, you're, you're as frantic as the characters around her. So I like the way that they did that. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. And it was, it, it was interesting because her, uh, her mom died of 
diabetes. Yes. And so the fact that Annie now sees that her mom is sick with the same thing, basically with blood sugar problems, not, I don't know if it was officially is verging on diabetes, but, but not it's pre-diabetes, diabetic, yeah. but not, not actual diabe- diabetic, but, but that's obviously really scary for Annie. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I liked, th- I thought it was a really good scene when you see, uh, when you see Annie getting all the sugar off of the, out of the pantry and mm-hmm. that whole conversation, uh, I thought was, was well done. And uh, cause I think if you are going to have teenage characters, I think you need to treat them like actual humans and not like, uh, I don't know that they're somehow kind of less than <laughs> the, cause that, that's what drove me crazy when I was, when I was a teenager, when it was sort of treated like my opinion didn't really matter, you know, that yeah. I couldn't think things through myself that drove me crazy and uh and so here you have dana sue wanting wanting to make wanting to reassure her daughter but then you have a moment where her daughter's saying no we i'm gonna take care of you and i'm gonna tell you what to do (laughs) and i I don't know i liked it i thought it was really good yeah i like that too something different it's a role reversal you know kind of yeah she was trying to take control and yeah because of what had happened with her grandma uh, you know, it makes sense. And, and I definitely related to this kind of this, just because I recently had a little bit of a health scare with my blood pressure. Uh, and when you're, when you're single, there's a, there's a little bit, I think, scarier because you, you're just so used to doing everything alone. You're so mm-hmm. used to, and uh, when something like that happens, uh, it's, you have to kind of rely on people in a way that you don't normally have to, if that makes sense. And so I definitely connected with, with that, with that story. And, uh, you know, she's really independent. She's having a hard time, uh, giving up maybe a little of that independence. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, She does not like people worrying about her and doting on her. She's like, just stop. And then some of her anger comes out, which they could have dialed back a little bit, um, for her character, I felt, but, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then we find out that everyone is all up in Maddie's business and knows (laughs) about coach Cal and the the shirt situation stripping Uh, the driveway (laughs) because mary vaughn is her name she's the town gossip and uh so everyone's everyone's uh yeah mary vaughn is kind of set up as your antagonist Mm -hmm. uh against maddie uh and the girls um what do you think about her did you like her as, as an antagonist or was she too over the top uh, and what do you think uh, she was okay i mean i guess she played the part she was supposed to play she's like do i like this kind of characters no but she has to you know somebody has to be kind of an antagonist so um i thought she was okay over the top at times um, yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there were there were times when i was just kind of like come on yeah. calm down <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a bryce dallas howard's character in um in the help yeah uh but uh okay so yeah and this is when cal actually tells maddie that he's he wants this relationship 
and uh and uh that he's ready for whatever whenever uh she she's ready and uh yeah uh i don't know austin did you like cal and maddie were you into that did i'm team cal and maddie yeah i'm like let's go let's get together let's make this thing happen because i'm like because she needs something to make her i mean she's been through it she really has and uh, you like her character so much and and y'all said i mean cal he's pretty good looking guy i'm like this is the guy that comes in and you know he has an instilled relationship prior even though that's strained when it first happens but he already has a relationship with her son and there's that respect there for him as a coach and maybe now that can kind of transfer as the guy who's dating it's going to take a little bit of time of course yeah. uh, but man i was really rooting for that so as soon as it happened i'm like finally let's go <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah yes yeah. <laughs> um and uh and then we have bill being all upset about this he hears the rumors he sees them at church oh my gosh and yeah. uh and and then you have noreen being upset the bill's upset which yeah is, which, <laughs> <laughs> uh which again i think makes her character again likable because you have to work extra hard because of what she obviously did to break up this family uh yeah. you have to work hard to make her likable but uh but the fact that she's mad at bill for being a, an, a jerk uh because he has no reason obviously he's being a total hypocrite yeah yeah total hypocrite uh and uh so then we have ryan coming into the scene uh Ooh, yeah he is first threatening to to get a the house uh made a historical site so the renovations stop because he is the nephew of miss francis who sold them the house and uh we find out that really it's all just a ploy because he's helen's ex that was so shocking to me yeah yeah and we get a kiss between them at the end which i loved it was amazing yes i was giddy yeah so (laughs) so good (laughs) so good anytime that you get like kind of the uh the, the sort of the shut up and kiss me like they're fighting back and forth back and forth ah! it's, it's always great <laughs> i love that <laughs> but but austin what do you think about ryan came out of nowhere for sure yeah because like, we were talking earlier i thought there was a different relationship happening and then ryan comes in yeah. like oh there's this guy but I won't lie to you. I mean, there's a, there's this uh, brightness on Helen's face, especially yeah. after that kiss. So I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get on board with Ryan. I, I thought his introduction <laughs> maybe was a bit iffy, but as soon as that moment happened that you all were talking about, I'm like, okay, I, I'm good with Ryan. Let's see what happens with this. Yeah, I really, I don't I know that who the actor is, but I was into it. I thought that he was really charming. And yeah. I yeah and i i just really liked heather Lee in love she was so cute yes i was a big fan uh and just just bubbly and so excited and everything she just like really, reading her text like a high school yeah, girl like laughing was i was like so oh cute. i remember being like that that's so cute <laughs> yeah it was so cute uh so okay so our last episode is called dance first think later and you find out that there is this there are two events happening at the same time because miss mary vaughn is being difficult and insists upon having the baseball benefit auction the same night as the uh the sweet mangolese grand opening 
that was petty i was like okay yeah this is like you're over the top right now like way over the top <laughs> yeah yes uh and another character that we see kind of coming in and out is uh maddie's mother uh she's like a kooky artist i guess and she tells him she's gonna be doing a painting for the uh for the spa and they're all kind of nervous about it like i don't know what they think she's gonna do but uh it, it turns out that they need to they have a sconce that that doesn't end up there's problems with the sconce mm-hmm. and so they have a space that needs to be covered and uh, so they end up putting up the uh the painting and it's uh in over the sconce area and it's a sweet magnolia it's a magnolia blossom or whatever on the painting and they're all like oh you didn't something normal so they're all thrilled <laughs> <laughs> that was sweet i like that yeah i mean i would go to the spa it looked pretty mm-hmm. nice yeah it did, yeah, it really yeah, did. very nice yeah uh okay so then you have bill at the baseball event noreen at the spa opening mm-hmm. and i uh, and uh, maddie tells her like we're we don't have to be enemies but we're not going to be friends and so you know that was interesting mm-hmm. another chance that you kind of felt sorry for noreen yeah that uh, she goes to the the spa and also sort of maddie doesn't really take the bait that uh mary vaughn is throwing she's just like mm. mm-hmm. uh, okay you know here's some donations do what you got to do and uh, so that was good and uh, you also have maddie's mother buying uh her date with cal in the auction and yeah uh, that was cute i like that (laughs) and uh and then they officially decide to start dating so that's exciting and uh, i liked that that basically they're kind of like well kids are just gonna have to deal (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) um and so uh this the big part of this episode this is i would say like 80 percent of this episode is about annie which is interesting Mm -hmm. Mm. uh and annie takes photos for the school paper at the baseball event and then she goes to this after party which the only thing that was weird about this after party is it's like this big drinking thing but it's at the school yeah i was like what like they would never let you do that at the school that seems so odd to me i was like okay this is not believable but i mean maybe school parties are different in uh this small town (laughs) yeah i I don't know but uh annie gets drunk she gets drunk yeah and uh she ends up uh, ty takes her home and uh what did you think austin about this with annie of this story yeah ah yeah it's another example of just you don't expect them to focus on all of these things with the kids and uh seeing like you said the alcohol at the school i'm just like "Eh, i don't know because i like i grew up in a small town right so i genuinely related with a lot of things about this show i i think some elements that some critics are going to see and say well that's not realistic i'm like well y'all didn't grow up in a small because i'm like eastern kentucky i grew up in a holler 
right? Yeah. So we were a very small <laughs> town and everyone knows everything about each other. And that's exactly how this show was. Uh, so you see that thing kind of spark with Annie and, and that relationship kind of carries over and everyone finds out about it. So I, I didn't know if I was going to like it at first, them kind of focusing on her and the kids more, but uh, I liked it and I like where it progresses to later on. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like the fact that we've gotten really developed characters between Annie, Ty, and Kyle. Yeah. And maybe even a little bit Cece thrown in there that I, that I, I don't really know what's going to happen. Like where that's all going. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I appreciate that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that yeah. they're allowing things to kind of, because one of the problems that Hallmark shows tend to have is they get really nervous about leaving characters in any kind of conflict or any kind of wrongdoing. It's like, well, we yeah. gotta, we gotta tie that up. We gotta, we gotta finish that up. Make and so, it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so almost everything will only last for like one episode, two episodes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see these characters kind of growing and evolving and, and uh, so what's going to happen with Kyle and what's going to happen with, with Ty. And Ty is actually quite the gentleman uh here here with annie and sweet yeah yeah, and uh so she kisses him uh and (laughs) she's drunk and she (laughs) leaves him a message saying yikes (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh kill me now (laughs) yeah and i love it this coming up later but when uh (laughs) Dana Sue sees the message. She's like, emoji, emoji, emoji. What's going on here? I don't know. <laughs> Freaking out. Uh, but, but, uh, but yeah. And so obviously she's going to regret that. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, that's, I like the actress who's playing Annie as well. She did, she did a good job. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Overall, I think, like, except for, we all agree, Chris Klein. Yeah, uh, I agree with you guys. I, yeah. Yeah. I did not think that he was the right person to be in this role. Yeah. I, I just agree. wasn't feeling what he brought. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just because you have to make him a little bit more likable. If he's one, at some point or another, one over the hearts of two of our ladies, like you, you have to give him a little bit more. Warmth, yeah i think mm-hmm. to make bit. it believable that <laughs> yeah that he did do those things it's like uh, did he yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so there we go that's our first five episodes uh was there anything uh else that you wanted to cover uh in uh i just wanted to mention how swoonworthy that first kiss was between maddie and cal at the very end of the oh, right episode yeah. i was like oh this is really good <laughs> this was worth you know this was worth the anticipation you yes. know yeah. so that's always good yeah they're really good with the kisses in the show yeah they I'm have lots of kisses of. yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is not very hallmark-esque they have many <laughs> kisses which is good i love that hallmark is yeah. very, hallmark's very um light on the kissing so <laughs> <laughs> yes uh yeah especially the movies so we tend to only get a kiss in the last 30 seconds yes <laughs> very. Mm-hmm. but uh but uh anyway uh austin do you have any final thoughts about these five hey, one thing talking through this with you two i I may even like this more now because I'm realizing how <laughs> how much I cared about all of these relationships. And I mentioned this to you earlier, Rachel. I'm like, I, I told my wife, I'm like, listen, if you want to watch this with me, I don't mind starting it over. So I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. So yeah. I think that's I a like big deal this more for, than I thought. 
yeah. yeah that's a big deal i mean my husband yeah. would never watch it but that's because he's just yeah but that's a big deal for a man to say that i feel like that's yeah. a big deal and that means that Rewatchable. it's you know good yeah. content and it's you know enjoyable and mm-hmm. you know worth watching again and i could yeah. so see me watching this again with my mom i'm going to see her next week and i could yeah. totally enjoy just watching this with her because it's just yes. right up I, our alley because you really could watch it with anybody because yeah anybody who has friends anybody who has uh, like that you Family, can relate to it on a work yeah. level you can relate to yeah. it on a friend's level you can relate to it on if you have children if you've been a child like i mean there's just anybody can relate to the show and it's just comforting and fun and and i just love these three leading ladies so much yes yeah. they do a really great job yeah they're incredible and uh, so i'm really i really enjoyed it and uh, we'll look forward to talking about the next five episodes next week. And so if you're listening, please, or watching, please leave, let us know your thoughts on each of these episodes and some of these different plots and what characters you like, maybe didn't like as much. Put in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd love to talk about it. And uh, so, Anne, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at awscott21. Great. And uh, Austin, where can people find you? Twitter, Instagram at the Birkinator and Austin Burke on YouTube. If you guys would like to check out mine and Rachel's review. Yeah. Yes. We'll have a link uh, to that in the uh, description. So just make sure to check that out and you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron's tomatoes. So check that out. And if you uh, can please follow the podcast, all of our social media, Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast. Uh, we'd love to have your feedback. And uh, we also have our patron group, which is super fun. And uh, we really appreciate any support we can get there. We also have our merch store, which has tons of fun designs. So make sure to check that out. I have links for all of that in the description. So yeah, let us know what you think. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. So much fun. And uh, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.